Hey everyone, my name is Aniwa Mihangos and in this video we're going to be reviewing another book. We're going to be talking about it and summarizing it. And the book we're going to be talking about is Success and Something Greater. It is a book from the Napoleon Hill Foundation. So if you've read Thinking Grow Rich before, a lot of the concepts explained in this book are going to be very familiar to you. And it's written by Sharon L. Lecter and Dr. Greg Reed. I hope I pronounced that correctly. If you want to pick up a copy of this book, there's going to be a link in the description. It'll take you directly to Amazon and you can buy a copy of the book for yourself. If you want to read along or if you just want to go ahead and explore the different books that the Napoleon Hill Foundation has, all of them are phenomenal. If you haven't read Thinking Grow Rich, there's also going to be a link in the description so you can pick up a copy of that book as well. So in this video, we're going to be talking about specifically four different chapters in this book that really stood out to me and I believe that are going to be providing you with a lot of value as it did for me. So let's start off with chapter five, the power of asking. All right. So in each chapter, there's a little quote that appears on the bottom right under the chapter name, and I'm going to be reading those quotes as well. So the quote for the power of asking chapter five is ask people what they need and give them that. It's very, very simple. It's a simple concept that a lot of people tend to forget. We're all on a quest for knowledge, or I hope we all are. If you're watching this channel, if you're watching this video, then I hope that you're on the road of personal development. And really when it comes down to it, we tend to believe that we already know everything or by living life, we're going to start acquiring all the information that we need through osmosis, just observing. When we tend to forget that simply asking somebody else that's more experienced or just asking somebody for directions, asking for uh, some opinions, advice, that in itself, just simply asking has that power because it opens up the opportunity for you to receive information that you previously did not know. The scenario that this book has in order to really bring home the point of the power of asking is the Barefoot Wine Company. This book goes into detail about how the founders, when they started the Barefoot Wine Company, they didn't essentially just dive headfirst into starting the business. They didn't go crazy and building up everything needed in order to make a successful company. Their success came from the very first step that they did, and that was asking their target customer what they wanted in wine. And by asking the target customer, their prospective customers, what they wanted, they now knew exactly what their customer wanted, and they were able to build a business, the Barefoot Wine Company, that exactly matched what the customer wanted. It's such a brilliant concept. It's such a simple concept, yet it really goes overlooked for a lot of people me included. And after reading this, it really opened my eyes about how many more questions I need to start asking people, not only for my business and growing my business, but also for me personally. So really the power of asking questions is significant. And if you're not in the process of networking with people, if you're, if you're not really associated with other people that are more experienced than you, I encourage you to go and do that. And that'll provide you with the opportunity to be able to ask questions. Because asking questions really opens up the door for you to start receiving information that you previously did not know. And that is really what personal development and learning and growing really entails. So that pretty much leads us into the next chapter, which is chapter seven. And it's called surround yourself with good people. If your table is full of winners, the meal will satisfy your soul. The concept of this chapter is really very simple. If you've read Thinking Grow Rich, then you understand the principles of the mastermind group. It's a very, very simple concept about you are the average of the people you surround yourself with. And if you've read these kinds of books, personal development books, it really is a common theme in a lot of them. You definitely want to surround yourself with people who are at a higher level than you, whether that is uh, academically or just experience. They've lived more years. Maybe they're older than you. Therefore, they have more experience in certain life things. 
you want to make sure that you surround yourself with these people because they're going to be able to push you up or pull you up to their level so you can then keep growing and going up to further levels. So that's really what the whole concept of this chapter is all about. You definitely want to make sure you surround yourself with the appropriate people. And this is one of the reasons why it's so great to go out to events, to go to seminars, to conferences, so you can network with people and start putting people into your social circle that is going to be able to increase your average and level you up. So this also ties into the concept of building a team for your business. And if you've already built a business or you're in the process of building a business, you already know or you will find out that you really can't do everything yourself. You really need a good team in order to build a business and take it to another level, to find success in a business. And that is why this book in this chapter, it talks about identifying your strengths and of course also identifying your weaknesses. That way, when you find someone that has a strength that is your weakness, you can come together and you can create a powerhouse of a team. And that is also what this chapter is all about, about um, bringing together a bunch of good people around you. And so that brings us to the third chapter, which is chapter 11. It's called Constant Forward Motion. Progress is not linear, it's exponential growth. Oftentimes when we think about exponential growth, it's associated with the financial aspect of compounding interest. And I understand it's definitely a great way to think about it because when you think about, when you think about a sum of money that you put in a bank and they essentially promise a return uh, every single year, over time that return is gonna be big because of compounding interest. Now, if you take this concept and you translate it over to personal development and growth and skills and all that fun stuff, it still applies because you may not have a big amount of skill right now in that thing that you need. Say for example, editing, video editing or Photoshop. You may not be too experienced in Photoshop, but if you dedicate time to it over time, as more years that you put in practice, you're going to start developing those skill sets and it's going to be exponential growth because the more skilled you become, newer things that you add to that skill set, it just keeps on growing and it eventually gets to the point where it just starts snowballing on its own. And also this chapter talks about the universe. If you've read Think and Grow Rich, you will understand the concept of the universe and this is another thing that the chapter brings into play about how when you're focused into something so much and you really think about it constantly, it's almost like the universe starts opening up doors for you that you honestly didn't even know were there. And it's a very interesting phenomenon because I've experienced this and there's a good chance that you've experienced it. Think about it this way. You start talking about certain things or start taking action towards a certain things and all of a sudden, for whatever reason, you end up meeting that one crucial person that opens up a door of opportunity for you that is able to bring you down a path that leads you to another goal, another milestone, to a level of success that you didn't think was possible. That's essentially the universe coming into play and helping you out. Some people call it luck, other people call it strategizing, and it really comes down to what you see happening in your life, but it really all comes down to, it all boils down to having that idea of constant forward motion. You always have to be working towards something. Focus on something, walk towards a goal, because that goal is going to lead you to something else and something else and something else, and eventually it's just going to start building on all on its own, and that's the power of exponential growth, compound interest, but on the level of personal development, on skill sets and things like that. So the last chapter that we're going to be talking about is chapter 19. It is determination to win. 
you have in your own power, in your mind, the capacity to acquire whatever you want. So if you've read a lot of personal development books from a bunch of authors like Napoleon Hill, maybe Dean Graziosi, Grant Cardone, or pretty much any other entrepreneurs that are putting out motivational books and personal development books, they really all boil down to this simple concept that you have the power to change your life if you really believe you do so. So that's what this chapter is all about. You have to have a determination to win. You have to have the ability and the mindset that you know you're going to accomplish your goals. You know you're going to reach that next milestone, whatever means necessary. Of course, life is not always as easy as going from point A to point B. There's going to be potholes. There's going to be detours. There's going to be accidents on the road. But that's essentially the point. Those things make you tougher. Those things will get you to that next level if you have the determination to get there. A lot of people will see the obstacle and they'll just stop right there and they'll just head back to point A because they think it's too difficult to get to point B. You have to have the determination to win at whatever cost. The story that this chapter uses to illustrate the point is, is two salespeople that go and they talk to a potential client. Turns out that the client is very, very interested in purchasing the product or service from these two salespeople, but the client has already made an appointment with two other salespeople. So the two salespeople right there had a decision of whether they were going to accept the no for that temporary no, or they were going to keep pushing to finally get that yes. So the very last quote that is used in the book and this chapter is, are you going to sell a yes or are you going to buy a no? It really all comes down to sales. If you are a salesperson or if you've been involved in sales, you understand the concept of everybody is being sold to. In a sales transaction, you are either going to be sold a negative, an obstacle, a rebuttal or whatever you want to call it, or you're going to keep pushing forward and sell them the yes. So this is what this book is talking about. In this story, these two salespeople continue pushing for the presentation and eventually it gets to the point that the potential client ends up calling the other two salespeople and tells them that, that he's going to have to cancel the meeting because he already made the decision to buy from the other two people. So they were determined to win. They didn't accept the no, they didn't buy the no. They kept working towards selling their yes. And this is the determination that everyone needs to have. So thank you very much for watching this video. Remember, if you want to pick up a copy of this book for yourself, there will be a link in the description. It'll take you directly to Amazon so you can make that purchase. Thank you very much for watching everyone. I hope you enjoyed and until next time, have a fantastic day.